The longer you have your food blog, the more your business will continue to evolve and grow. This can sometimes be tricky as you start to have to pivot and adjust how you're running your food blog to connect with these changes. In today's episode, I'm interviewing a food blogger who redesigned her website as a result of her brand evolving over the years and feeling like it was time to really double down and create a resource for her readers. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited that you are tuning into today's episode because I know for so many of you, you can relate to this story of starting your blog as a hobby blog years and years ago and finding that your business has evolved over the years to the point where it looks virtually nothing like it did at the beginning. And I'm just really excited to bring you another food blogger story today. And this food blogger in particular is a past client of ours. And you guys have actually been loving these episodes with our past clients and just interview episodes in general. So I'm excited to share today's episode with you. Now, if you are new to the podcast, I always like to do a quick introduction just because I am so glad that you are here, whether a friend shared this episode with you, or maybe you know this client and wanted to hear her story, whatever it is that brought you to today's episode. I'm just really happy that you are tuning in and I hope that you will enjoy it and stick around. To all of my past listeners, always so thankful to have you here and to continue to be able to provide this podcast to you guys week after week. As a quick reminder, my name is Madison Wetherill and I am the CEO and founder of Grace and Vine Studios. Over there, we specialize in custom brands and websites for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level. For a lot of our clients, that means that their story is very similar to this clients I'm going to be sharing with you today in that their business has really evolved and changed over the years and they're looking to make sure that their website really matches the caliber of the business that they have built over the years and that they are really able to stand out as an expert and to connect with their audience by providing a resource niched website rather than just a collection of random recipes. So as we get closer to the fall, I've been sharing a lot about how I am going to be on maternity leave for a few months, starting at the end of the summer and working my way through about middle of fall. So If you are interested in learning about our services or how we can work together, I would highly encourage you to go over to our website at graceandvinestudios.com to click on the services tab and learn about the different ways that we work with clients, what our timelines are, the cost, all of that information that you will need so that you can figure out when the timing would be best for you. But I just want to make sure that you know that we will be unavailable for some of those projects for a little bit of time and our openings for the fall will fill up very quickly as we get closer. Now, before we dive into today's interview, I have one last announcement to share with you, which I am so excited to finally be able to unveil and to share it with you guys. And that is that I have created a free summer email series where we are going to be preparing for your best quarter four ever. The Sizzling Summer Camp brought to you by Grace and Vine Studios is a free challenge where we are going to walk you step-by-step in different ways that you can be preparing your food blog now for your best quarter four ever. This is going to mean things like setting very strategic goals for your quarter four and what you want to achieve 
making sure to make a plan for your content and how you can both create new content that's going to perform well and also make sure that your old content that is already done well is up to date and ready for another quarter form. It's also going to be looking over your website to make sure that it is in top shape and that you are putting your best foot forward for the new visitors that you're going to have to your blog. And then we're also going to be talking about monetizing and making more money during quarter four. If you are listening to this episode as it's going live in the summer of 2022, or you're listening to this before quarter four of 2022, this is a completely free challenge that you can sign up for. If you are listening to this in the future, you can still head over to the sign up form and see if there's a waitlist for this or how you can become a part of this in the future. But for now, if this sounds like you're interested in and you want to make sure that this quarter four is the best that your blog has ever seen, then head over to graceandvinestudios.com slash summer to sign up. There will also be links all over the show notes for you to sign up for this challenge. And I am just so excited for this challenge to start. The emails will start going out to you guys on July 28th, 2022. And they'll be going through the rest of quarter three so that by the time quarter four hits, you already have a plan in place and you have done the legwork and taken action to make sure that this is the best quarter four for you yet. So again, go over to graceandvinestudios.com summer so that you can sign up to be a part of this free email challenge. And I cannot wait to walk you through each and every one of these steps. Now that we have all of those housekeeping things out of the way, I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest on the podcast. Kelly Nardo is a food blogger and nutrition therapy practitioner living in Austin, Texas. She approaches food and wellness with balance and moderation, bring on the protein and veggies as well as anything salted caramel. No restrictions, just food that feels good, both physically and mentally. On her blog, Eat the Gains, you will find easy, delicious, and healthy recipes that help your body thrive and promote balance along with macro tracking tips and nutrition education. With that intro out of the way, let's jump to this episode with Kelly. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the Vine Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. And as I mentioned in the introduction, you are one of our past clients from this year who worked together to redesign your website. And I'm just really excited to elaborate a little bit about what that process was like for you and specifically like what your business has kind of gone through and how it's evolved over the last couple of years. So to get us started, will you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your blog? Yeah, of course. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Um, So my name is Kelly, obviously, like you said, and then I have my blog, Eat the Gains. I'm also a NTP and nutrition coach. And that is, I kind of balance both of them. I live in Austin, Texas with my husband and my dog, and we love it here. That's awesome. And how long have you had, I guess, when did you start Eat the Gains? And what has kind of the journey been for you over the years? Because like you said, you have kind of another side of your business that is not the blog. So can you share a little bit about like how that's evolved over the years? Yeah, for sure. So my business has had many different like parts of it um, since I started. So I started in 2015. Um, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, just encouraged me to you know start a blog. I was following a lot of other bloggers. I was really into healthy cooking. So I started for fun. I feel like like a lot of bloggers and was just posting randomly to it for probably two years, maybe one year. But then I realized that I really did have a passion for nutrition and working out and food. So I quit my corporate job. And I was working a bunch of different jobs at the time, my blog wasn't making any money, I think this was probably in 2016. But I had the opportunity to come up to start doing meal prep for people. 
So my business kind of shifted for that for probably almost all of 2017, um, a decent part of it. I was still doing my blog, but again, like it was making like not that much money at that time. And then I got really burnt out on that making like 100, 150 meals a week is pretty exhausting. So then I transitioned um, to doing my blog full time. And then I would say in 2019, I started nutrition coaching. I've worked with nutrition coaches in the past. They have really helped influence, you know, who I am and how I go about food. I can kind of get into my journey with like health and wellness as well, too. So I did the NTP program and that part of my business has kind of been there since end of 2019, early 2020. Yeah. And so basically when you reached out, I think this was, it would have been probably end of 2020, no, 2021. And that was kind of the the stage that you had set for me was that, you know, you had kind of focused on this nutrition side of your business for a while and your blog had kind of become, I don't want to say it was on the back burner, but it was, it was the second part of your business that wasn't as active. And so what did that look like when you decided to like kind of reinvest some time into your food blog again and kind of, I guess, balance out those two sides a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So kind of hit the nail on the head. It was a little bit on the back burner. I was really focusing on nutrition coaching, which I really enjoy, but I kind of miss the creativity aspect of blogging and sharing recipes and just connecting with my audience like that. So looking at my blog back then too, it was very just a blog. Like you, if you think back, four or five years ago when it was just like a homepage and there were the blog posts and things like that. And I really wanted to make it a resource for people, especially since nutrition was such a big part of my business. I wanted people to see like, okay, this is a food blog where you can come and get a lot of healthy balanced recipes, but also there are some nutrition aspects in that as well. And I wanted to kind of bring the two together. Yeah. And I think that was one of your biggest goals. Well, both things that you just mentioned. One was that you had kind of the way that your site was originally designed was, you know, it was built with a pre-made theme. It was like your latest feed of recipes and that was about it. And it was, it was hard to find information about like you as the content creator, let alone you as somebody who has all of this expertise in nutrition. And the other part that I remember that was really important to you was, you know, that you couldn't really showcase that nutrition content, that non-recipe content very easily with the current setup that you had. And I think with you know, just having not focused on the food blog side as much, things had just, it's kind of like when you have like a garden that you don't like go out and like tend to the weeds. It's just like, you just felt there was a lot of stuff that had kind of piled over and like, it just needed a fresh, clean slate. So I definitely remember those two things being super important to you. Was there like a pivotal moment or decision that happened for you that was like, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to focus on redesigning the blog or I need to focus on, you know, having a fresh new look to be able to kind of get back into focusing on my food blog again. Was there something that kind of triggered you to be like, yes, this is the right decision for me? I don't think there was anything that was like, that stands out in my mind that was like, okay, this happened and I need to do this now. But just, you know, I follow other blogs myself and being on other people's websites and how easy it is to navigate, how easy it is to find recipes, how you can learn about the content creator and, you know, kind of some backstory about them really just brings their brand alive. And I feel like for me, like you, you couldn't really find that on my site. And while I did like, you know, I designed my site myself, it was my baby, but like, I was like, okay, if I want to take like my business to the next level, then I really need to, you know, sit down and redesign. I mean, not me, but you redesign it and have it look like, you know, something that people can go to for a resource and a bunch of different information. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think that's something that just so naturally happens for people. It's like, it was just fine the way that it was for a really long time until all of a sudden it's like, now it's not fine anymore. And it's time to like invest into this. So that's a very, very common experience for people when they reach out is like, okay, I've known I've needed to do this for a really long time, but now I'm just finally ready to to do it. So let's go back to what you said earlier, which was that you really wanted to create a resource for your readers rather than just providing like just recipes. So I would love to hear first, like how did you come to terms or realize that that was something you weren't able to do before? And we can dig a little bit more into like how that affected the branding process and things like that. But I guess what showed you that you weren't that resource for your people in the first place, if that makes sense. Yeah. A lot of my recipes, if like looking at my old blog, if you were to go to it, like you'd be on the recipe page and that'd be pretty much it. You know, there's other links to other recipes in there in the body and things like that. But I wouldn't say like people are really diving into that. The homepage was just a feed. And then the, the recipe index too was just a few, I think like it said like breakfast, lunch, dinner, like things like that with a few random posts in there or the most recent posts. And you couldn't really navigate to different things very easily. So I wanted to just kind of bring it all together. And I feel like just having different aspects of how it's redesigned now, it's very easy to navigate through and find different things rather than just be on a post and leave. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that really influenced a lot of the decisions that we made was the idea that that's what you wanted to create, because it was very clear that we needed to have a balance of the way that your content was being presented so that people could easily find both sides of content. Like if they were there for just recipes, that's awesome. Here's, you know, a really organized way to find that. But if they were looking for more nutrition information, because something that I think you know, we had to get clarity on it when we first started working together was like, okay, are we trying to push people towards like booking your nutrition services? Or is it more of like a credibility expertise tool to show that like, you know what you're talking about? And ultimately, that's kind of the direction that we went was like, let's make sure that this content is there so that it's helpful for people. But it also shows like, you know what you're talking about. So when they view your recipe content, they're viewing it from that lens. And I think it was just it was really helpful to have kind of a section on your homepage and like a category dedicated to that so people could easily browse around and, and find more content like that. And I know that's content that you were really passionate about like working on again too, knowing that it was able to like live on your homepage as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I talk about like nutrition a lot on Instagram, but as we know, like that is very short lived and get messages all the time too of like, you know, I think you talked about this and things like that. Um, but having a place for that. And then also we totally redid my opt-in, which very much ties in, you know, food, but nutrition as well too. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that? Because I think, well, I guess before we talk about that specifically, and you can share about that when it comes up, but I guess how did this idea of creating a resource and trying to like incorporate your nutrition content more, how did that change or I guess influence the way that you thought about the branding process and even like the redesign process as you were thinking about like setting up your blog as a resource for your readers? Yeah, I think, I mean, it really just the whole process of when we did like the branding sheet and everything like that really just kind of makes you look from the outside. And, you know, when you're in your blog every single day and you're putting out content or updating things, you know your audience, but when you take a step back and really, you know, write everything down, really dive into who they are, what they're looking for, I think that really helped me just kind of 
push me where I wanted to go with how my site wanted to be set up and like dive into what they're looking for and their needs and things like that. Yeah. And so with that in line with what you just mentioned about your freebie, like I can't even remember. Do you remember what you had as a freebie before we redesigned it? Yeah, it was just like, here's 15 meals made under 30 minutes or something like that. Like nothing really like that's like stands out to me. So, and then what did we end up changing it to? What's your current freebie? Yeah, it's how to build a balanced plate. So this is what I work on with a lot of my clients and truly it's how I eat. You know, we do make recipes at time, but I would say like 80 to 90% of meals, we are throwing together, you know, protein, carbs, and fat to make an easy balanced meal. And that freebie just walks through, you know, talking about protein, carbs, and fat, um, why it's important to have balanced macros, and then how to build one based on your needs. And then also like, you know, how you can customize it based on your needs as well, too. Yeah. And I think the biggest difference in those two examples that you just gave, like an ebook that just has like recipes versus like something that is actually educating your audience about something that is important to your brand and ultimately is important to them, whether or not they recognize it or not is, you know, it's a matter of just like, here's the information and just take it and run with it, which is the ebooks version versus like, let me actually teach you how to do this yourself in a way. And again, like that just sets you up as the expert because you're not just like giving people recipes that you know are a balanced plate, but you're teaching them like, here's how you create your own balanced plate so that, you know, you're not reliant on having a recipe every single time. And it's such an interesting like difference because I think people might feel like, well, if I teach them how to do it, they won't need me. But that's rarely the case because people are always going to want like it done for them. But when you're able to show them how to do it themselves, even if it's just part of the way, it's just going to make them be like, okay, when I need something, I'm going to go to Kelly because she knows how to do this. And she also wants me to know how to do it. It's just such a different like way to think about it. So I'm glad that we were able to come up with something that was so much more impactful for your readers. And like, it's just in my brain. It's like, if I'm thinking of that as your freebie, I'm thinking of you as an expert and I'm going to go to you for a resource, not just when I need like a recipe to make for dinner this one time. Yeah, for sure. I absolutely love that idea that we came up with. And like you said, I really like put a lot of effort into making that. And, you know, I don't feel like it's pushing people away because people always want recipes, but now they know like, okay, well, I'm not, I don't have time to make a recipe tonight or this recipe, you know, I can tweak it like this to kind of meet my needs um, based on, you know, how I'm feeling myself. Yeah. So now that you have gone through the process and and redesigned your website and you've created this resource for your audience like how has that affected the way that you create content and you had kind of mentioned it earlier with like social media not being like the best place for your content to live so now that you do have you know a website that is set up for this like how has that impacted the way that you feel like you share content with your readers yeah so i think I mean, I'm always kind of evolving my recipes. I came from very much like a when I first started my blog, like a diet background and restricting food and things like that. So with having that resource um, and sharing new content, I very much am very aware of like making it well balanced and whatnot. And then if people have questions, like I always have places to direct them now. So like I have a post about talking about macros and then like getting my cycle back and things like that. And those are common questions that I have. And if I get a lot of questions too, like building plates, because I share a lot of my meals on Instagram stories and I can always just direct them like, you know, this is kind of the method that I use to build a plate. 
Yeah. And I think the more you share that type of content, the more people are going to probably ask you about it. And that gives you a clue of like, oh, maybe I should create this post because people are asking a lot about it or create a resource or whatever it is that you need. So Hey, food bloggers, how would you like to end the year with your best quarter four ever? Every year when quarter four rolls around, you might find yourself scrambling to get ahead and actually enjoy some time away from your business for the holidays. Well, this year I have something that is going to help you prepare for the best quarter of the year. Sizzling Summer Camp is a free challenge to cook up your best quarter four yet. Throughout this challenge, you'll be walked step-by-step through what you need to do to prepare for having a successful quarter to wrap up this year. This is going to be action-packed with everything that you need to know and the steps you need to take to make sure this year ends on a high note. I do not skin the surface at all when it comes to sharing the best tips for making sure your content, your website, and your brand is ready for an exciting quarter. All you need to do to join this completely free challenge is head to graceandvinestudios.com summer to sign up. Now, a few of the things that we'll be covering throughout the weeks of this challenge are things like setting your goals for quarter four, making a plan for your content, a DIY website review and audit, raise your RPM and make more money, and a site speed tune-up. These are just some of the things that we'll be covering between the end of July and the beginning of October. We have different ways for you to get accountability throughout this challenge and plenty of reminders to take action so that you will see the results that you're wanting head over to graceandvinestudios.com summer to sign up for the free challenge. And you can also find a link in the show notes. Can't wait to see you there. Okay, so kind of a fun way to look at like the redesign process. So what would you say was the biggest challenge for you in that process of not only like redesigning your website, but also the fact that your website had kind of just been chilling the way that it was for such a long time? Like what do you feel like was the biggest or a few of the challenges for you? I would say like, first of all, I'm very much a perfectionist and like type A. So kind of handing over my website to you was just scary. I'm sure a lot of people go through that as well, too. But then with redesigning, and I think it kind of just like lit a fire under my butt to, you know, push to put out like, you know, the content that I want to be putting out, because like you said, it was kind of, I was still putting out content and things like that. But it was very much like, not as robust as I could have. So I think with that, it really kind of helped propel me forward. But I would say the biggest challenge, yeah, like you said, is probably just my perfectionist and kind of handing over everything to you to, you know, make it look how I want it to look. Yeah. And I think that's, it's such a natural part, regardless of like how much of a perfectionist you feel like you might be. It's just, it's a hard transition to go from like doing it all yourself to now giving it to somebody. And something that I don't think people always realize about the process is that it's not, yes, you are handing it off to us, but there's still a lot of active involvement from you as the blogger. It's not like you're just like, here, make it pretty. And I'm going to just like, enjoy my vacation. Like there's a lot of conversations that we have to have and a lot of information that like kind of has to be passed back and forth. So it can be definitely a, it's just a big process for sure. And, you know, we try to make it as easy as possible for you as like, you're obviously paying to have somebody like help you with it. But at the end of the day, it's a disservice to you as the blogger, if we can't like fully understand what you're looking for. And, you know, obviously, we can't deliver the results you're looking for if we don't know what those are. So that's definitely a challenging process just to make sure like we have a good understanding of what you want and, you know, can deliver that. And a lot of the time that can change throughout the process of working together because it's like, I didn't know what I wanted until I saw this and now I want this other thing. And that's just, you know, totally normal and happens with almost every single client. So totally get that. 
Yeah, I really appreciate like all the back and forth that we did. And I know like I went on vacation during the process and was kind of like, is this going to be an issue? It ended up being fine because we were kind of towards the end. But you know, you really don't really you have an idea what you want. But then once you kind of get the ball rolling, it's very easy to, you know, change things as well. And you guys were kind of always there, like, whatever, like request or question that I had, it was really, really helpful. I would say it was a lot of work for me as well, too, because you have to, at least for myself, like where my blog was, I had to go back and update all my old posts and kind of change around some categories and things like that. So kind of taking into account that as well, too. Yeah. And I think that might have just been, you know, and maybe it's a good thing for people to think about is like, how active have you been on the site recently? Because if you haven't been as active with creating content or even keeping up with some of the updates, like it may be a little bit more overwhelming to like get started versus like, if you are, you know, in the thick of it, it yes, there is going to be work still, but it may be a little bit less if things feel like they're a little bit more up to date. But either way, I mean, we've had clients in both situations. And it's like I said, totally normal for that to be the case. So on the other side of it, what would you say was your favorite part of the process or like the biggest um, surprise in the process, I guess? I mean, really, when you brought it to life with I forget the programs that you guys were using, but like showing, you know, this the mock-ups. Yeah, the mock-ups, like that was so fun because, you know, like here's the colors and this is what we're thinking and things like that. And then playing around with the staging site was just like everything came to life and was amazing. But then also, like I said earlier, I really, really enjoyed like the branding questionnaire and the strategy sheet that you guys did because it really helped me dive into my brand and what I wanted to be putting out there. But then also I think like it really, really helped you guys like nail exactly what I wanted to have and what my site wanted to look like. Yeah, absolutely. And I always tell people because, you know, we have people sometimes that are like, oh, I like my logo and I don't really need branding. And it's like it that process is as much for us as it is for you as the person who's behind the blog, because there's just so much that lives in your brain from having this business for as long as you've had it, that it's like, you have to catch us up to speed essentially on like not only where your business is at right now, but even like where you want it to go in the future and things like that so that we can help understand because I mean, the example I gave earlier about if we had focused on, you know, one of your goals being like nutrition clients, for example, that completely would have changed the way that we approached like your homepage or really any of your site, if that was your primary goal. But that was kind of the secondary goal that you, you know, wanted people to know that that existed, but that wasn't the primary thing that needed to be focused on. And so that dictated like everything about the direction of the site. So it's such an important tool that we have. And it's one of my favorite parts to just even go through that document and read it and just kind of get to know your brand. Because like I said, we just we can't do anything else in the process well, if we don't have a good foundation for your brand in the first place. So that is a favorite part of mine as well. And a lot of our clients say that like seeing the mock up come together is their favorite part, because it's just like, you've gotten a glimpse of like pieces here and there, but then it's like, you finally see it all come together and really understand like, wow, this is what it's going to be like. And oftentimes it's also like, wow, it's so much better than, you know, what I had before, hopefully even so much better than you were expecting it to be. So yeah, I wish I could be like with you guys when you see those, (laughs) because that would be so fun to like watch your reaction. But yeah, 100%. Like, even though like, you're like, Oh, I like my blog, you know, but it's like, this is like a million times better. 
Yeah. So I would love to hear your advice for someone who feels like their business has evolved. And, you know, you talked about you've had like a lot of iterations of your business over time. What would you like, what advice would you give someone who maybe feels like, you know, my business isn't where it was six months ago, or even a year ago, and like, kind of feeling like it just needs, I don't know, even like some clarification around like, what their business is right now? Like, how would you give advice to someone like that? Yeah. I mean, I would say it's pretty normal or common. I mean, maybe not everyone goes through as much like iterations as I did, but it's okay to feel like, you know, I've very much shifted. I mean, as people, we grow and evolve and, you know, we are our brand. So it's going to change at some point as well too. Um, Because you want to be putting out, at least for myself, like, you know, you want to be true to who you are and putting out content that you think people are going to relate with, but then also that you feel good about. So definitely okay to, you know, change directions. And if there is something like pulling you one way, um, it's okay to dive into that and see what happens. Like for myself, I dove into nutrition coaching. I really, really found out that I absolutely, you know, loved it. It kind of took like a big part of my business. And now like I'm working to just balance them out a little bit because I do still love my blog. And then you can kind of it's okay to shift. Um, you will always have like the one part of your business, but you know, if you want to grow and expand, it's okay to try other things as well too. If that's what's pulling you. I think that's just such an important lesson for, even if it's not like a different side of your business, like nutrition coaching, but just to realize and recognize that like you have, it's almost like this idea of you have so much time. You are not like your business isn't going to end tomorrow. Like you have time to experiment and you have time to try new things and not everything that we have to do or that we want to do has to be like set in stone, a permanent decision. And it takes a while of that experimenting and evolving to really figure out like, okay, now I know like, cause you've done both. Now you have gone like all in on your food blog and then all in on the nutrition. And now you're, like you said, you're trying to find the balance of the two of them and realizing they're not like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like you can have you know, one or the other help the other side of the business and just really being able to to find that balance for yourself. So I love that advice and just how you've been able to kind of like go all in on both sides and then now figure out like, okay, I like both sides of these things. I don't have to just pick one lane. I can do both and they can work together in a really strategic way. Yeah, for sure. And I think people appreciate that too. Just me sharing, you know, different aspects of my life um, because they do very much, you know, food and nutrition go hand in hand. So I think it's a good balance. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to share about just how your business has evolved over the years or how the redesign process has like affected, you know, the, I guess this next iteration of your business of kind of finding that balance of both? Yeah. I mean, I think I hit on this earlier, but like redesigning my site really just kind of pushed me into gear. Like my blog is freaking awesome now. And this is where I want to be spending, you know, some more time just sharing about it and publishing to it and everything like that. It got me really, really excited to jump back into blogging just because I can be like excited about, you know, how it looks and everything like that. So yeah, I would say that's, um, probably it. Like I absolutely loved redesigning my site. And even though I like thought about it for a long time, I'm so glad I took the plunge because it's exactly what I needed to kind of propel my business forward and, you know, push me to like grow even more. Yeah. I love hearing that. And we loved working with you and your blog does is awesome now. We love it. So I'm so glad that it has been a good motivator for you on your side as well. And I'm sure it has been for your readers just to have that resource set up for them instead of it just being like, 
you know, kind of the old school way of looking at blogging where it's like all the recent recipes and it's yeah. definitely way more organized than that. So if people haven't seen your site, they should definitely go check it out. Where can people connect with you if they have, you know, just want to follow along with you or have questions about, you know, what your journey has been like so far? Yeah. So my site is Eat the Gains. I'm on all social media as that. Uh, I'm say mostly active most on um, Instagram, but I am getting into YouTube and TikTok, which has been interesting. But Instagram, I would say like for just chatting would be the best or email. Um, Kelly at eatthegames.com is my email. That's awesome. Well, I'm sure people will want to go follow along and see what you're up to over there. And I'm just really thankful that you wanted to come on and talk about just your experience, but also just how your business has evolved. Cause I know food bloggers just love to hear from other food bloggers and what their journey has been like. And I know we've had other clients that have been in the same boat as you, where they've had just kind of this different side of their business and figuring out like, how do we balance the two on the website so that it's really easy for your audience to understand. So thank you so much for your time today and for coming on to chat with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.